I hate the internet. I really do. Social media, especially, I can't stand social media, which I know is crazy for y'all to hear because it's why you're all here. <laughs> yeah, it's a fun fact for y'all to know about me. I hate social media. I never wanted to do it. I put it off for years. I, I can't stand it. I think, I think social media is awful. It's such a negative, toxic place. It's full of horrible people saying horrible things all the time. It's the worst place to never exist, man. <sighs> it's awful what people say, these, these, these people, these trolls. <laughs> bunch of fucking losers with no friends and no life and no profile picture. Sit at a home all day trying to cancel people or, or say mean comments because their life sucks so fucking bad they can't possibly imagine a life of misery by themselves. So they have to try to drag other people down by leaving mean comments and saying rude stuff. I respond every time. Every time, dude. <laughs> I, I can't not. I, can't, I cannot fathom a reality where people can talk to you as disrespectful as they want without facing any physical consequences. That drives me absolutely insane, man. And I know, I, I know, I, I know as, as a public figure, I'm supposed to be like the bigger person and take the high road, but fucking kill yourself, dude. I, that goes for any internet shit talker out there, man. And, I know that's a harsh thing to say to somebody, but the way I see it, nobody who's a good person and actually contributes anything positive to society is ever gonna go out of their way to leave a negative comment under something you have been so brave as to create and share with the rest of the world. And we just don't need people like that around. Sorry. It's just insane the lengths people will go to to talk shit on the internet, man. Earlier this year, we were flying from Los Angeles up to Vancouver, Canada for a comedy festival. I had one show, one night, it was a 36 hour trip, real quick in and out, right? Head to the airport, the only thing I've brought with me for this quick trip is my backpack, which you would think would be ideal, except for it's an inconvenience as soon as you get to the airport, because TSA doesn't know where the fuck a backpack goes, and they change the rules every day, and then they'll treat you like you're a complete idiot for not knowing their made up set of rules. <laughs> this specific occasion, I get through TSA, Little to no issues. They don't have to like pull the bag aside or anything like that. So now I'm heading to the gate, heading to the plane. And I'm actually pretty excited about the flight because it's not that long of a flight. And I, I know I have a window seat, which is inarguably the best seat on the plane. Yeah. Yeah. Until the end of the flight. Because you know how they always come by to let you know they're about to land? 55 minutes before they're about to land. And they will... And they will wake you up from your window slumber just to say some stupid shit like, I need you to put your window shade all the way up for landing. Like this motherfucker checking his blind spot in 28F. <laughs> so I'm at least looking forward to getting a little nap on the flight, you know? So we're, we're boarding the plane, it's a smaller plane. One of those smaller planes you've all been on, where like the, the overhead bins are so small, they make you gate check all your luggage. So I, I lucked out just having the backpack, because even if the bag did fit in the bin up top, which it didn't, it was too small, everybody knows your backpack goes under the seat in front of you, right? I know that, you know that, I do it six times a week. So I'm settling into the seat, and I'm, I'm, I'm putting the bag under, and I, I had made a small mistake. I, I had overpacked the bag by just a little bit. So it only fit like 75% under the seat in front of me. So I'm, I'm feeling it out, and I'm like, you know what? 
I'll actually have more room and be more comfortable if I put my bag underneath my legs this way. So much more room. I I, I, I still mermaid a little bit. <laughs> Problem's really solved. Right now I'm sitting back, relaxing, just waiting to see who's going to sit next to me. Because who sits next to you plays a huge impact on your flight experience, right? I get fucked immediately. <laughs> Dude, right behind me in the boarding process, here comes two of the worst possible passengers to sit next to. Beside me in the middle seat is a three-year-old boy who... <laughs> Yeah, as soon as he sits down, is on his three-year-old. Ah! 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 I'm just like, man, I will cave this motherfucker's sternum in, okay? I bet it's still soft. And I'm pissed off, not at the crying. Your baby crying on a plane actually doesn't even bother me. I know you can't control that. But what you can control is the physicality of your child. Because for the rest of this 30-minute boarding process, this kid would not get his hand this far away from my face. Just, <laughs> and I'm doing all the polite things to get him away. I'm like, okay, but okay, all right, probably, probably enough of this now, right? Somebody can break this up. I'm doing all the things to let the dad in the aisle seat know this isn't okay, and he's not paying attention. I was this close to leaning over to the dad and being like, hey, you mind getting your sexy ass kid away from me? <laughs> yeah, I know that's gross, but what do I gotta do to get your attention to let you know this is inappropriate? What's going on over here? The dad could not have been more incompetent. He was in the aisle seat, watching shit on his iPad. And the, the dad was, no disrespect, just an accurate detail of the story, the, the dad was no less than, I, I'd say, 425 pounds. Like, he, he was a big dude. If, if I had to piss on this flight, it was going to be in my seat, which I fully accepted. <laughs> it's, it's fine. So I'm just... I'm trying to keep my composure. We're, we're departing from the gate. We're heading towards the runway, and the flight attendant's making her rounds up and down the aisle, make sure everybody's buckled in. And she stopped at my row. She saw my bag under my legs, and she goes, uh-uh. <laughs> Sir, I'm going to need you to put your bag under the seat in front of you. I said, ah. <laughs> Doesn't fit, but it's okay. Look. Still got plenty of space, super comfortable. I wouldn't even worry about it. Thank you, though. And she goes, it's not okay. Put your bag under the seat in front of you, or I will check it where you can go get it at baggage claim. I, I said, it, it, it doesn't fit. And we've already departed. <laughs> what do you want to do? And she said, I don't know. Not my bag, not my problem. I said, you're not going to speak to me like this is Spirit Airlines, okay? <laughs> I am an American Platinum Rewards Executive Pro member, okay? <laughs> and I have enough miles for us to speak like adults and agree that we both know that's a stupid rule. It's not affecting anything. Look. <laughs> Let's just drop it and move on with the flight. She goes, it's not a stupid rule. It's impeding your exit. I said, oh, for real? 
trapped. First one off this bitch. I promise you it's okay. She goes, it's not okay because if there's an emergency, you need to be able to get off this plane as quickly as possible. I said, hey, what do you think's impeding my exit more? My bag or fucking Timon and Pumbaa right next to me? Even the baby was like, ah! <laughs> I was like, so you, you're pissing off this sexy-ass baby, man. <laughs> so now, believe it or not, now is when the trouble actually begins. <laughs> I'm on the plane. I'm pissed off. And I've got Wi-Fi. So like an idiot, as soon as I get service, I get on Twitter and I tweet about this experience I just went through. And basically all I tweeted was just stating that I thought this was a ridiculous rule for her to threaten to check my bag and add this very inconvenient process to my very quick in and out trip when it wasn't affecting anybody or anything. That's all I tweeted. And man, I didn't know that Twitter is all flight attendants, all of them, <laughs> every single one of them. Everybody on Twitter knows every airplane rule, and they give the most amount of fucks about them, apparently. <laughs> Dude, hundreds on hundreds on hundreds of strangers start filling my timeline with the angriest tweets, furious at my stance on the situation. And the dumb general consensus they would say was shit like, how hard can it be to just follow the rules? <laughs> Here's the thing. I understand rules. I understand why certain safety precautions are set in place to keep everybody safe. Obviously, I get that. But also, use your fucking brain, right? <laughs> For example, I understand that the speed limit on most freeways, and it varies from city to city, but on average, it's about 65 miles per hour. I totally understand and respect that that is the designated, suggested speed <laughs> for us citizens to follow to keep traffic moving at an appropriate pace, right? I get that. But also, if you for real drive 65 miles per hour on the freeway, I will fucking kill you. Do you understand? <laughs> Drive faster, pussy. Use your instincts to go, you know what? I can't open this bitch up to 80 like an adult and keep this shit moving, right? You use, you use your instincts to navigate rules, right? That's how I felt about the plane situation. I know what the bag rule is, everybody does, but it's not affecting anybody, so how about we chill the fuck out about it? <laughs> nope. Instead, I argue with 700 strangers for eight hours, dude. <laughs> oh, and we're, we're going back and forth and back and forth. And the best part about arguing with people on the internet about something you have personally experienced is that they weren't there 
to witness any of the details of the account, right? They only know what you've told them and what they want to assume. So very quickly after you start arguing on the internet, people will just start throwing out their own wild scenarios that have nothing to do with what you're even talking about, just so they seem justified. I just didn't want to check my bag, and people were saying things like, it's not about your safety, it's about the safety of people around you. What if there's an emergency crash landing into a mountain, and during the evacuation, the Say it again, slower for yourself. Go ahead. <laughs> you think we're gonna survive the crash? Into the mountain? And they have an argument for everything. Well, what if we do survive? And because your bag wasn't all the way under the seat in front of you, it ends up in the aisleway, and during the evacuation, someone trips over it and injures themselves. My 10-inch tall Jan Sport backpack to save your own life? Natural selection, dog. You gotta fucking die, okay? You're not athletic enough to stay alive. Dude, I, I could not believe the lengths people will go to to argue about shit that has nothing to do with them on the internet. It's impressive, man, because it snowballs very quickly. It quickly becomes this, like, mob mentality. Because what happens online is once a, a large enough group of people start getting upset with you on the internet, Everybody wants to get their lick in, right? Because the internet is full of people who have negativity towards themselves that they have to project onto other people. So this is their opportunity, because that's your punishment. If you ever get in trouble on the internet, your punishment is that people can say anything they want to you. Anything. Even if it's way worse than what you said to get in trouble in the first place. Man. It's, it's, it's impressive. And ultimately, that stuff never bothers me. Like, look, you're never gonna hurt my feelings, okay? I've been dead inside for so long. Like, my, my plane crashed a long time ago, and I didn't step over the bag, emotionally speaking, you know what I mean? So, you can talk your shit to me as much as you want, but the thing you have to know about me, and what I've, I've learned through therapy or whatever, is that I'm, I'm a very defensive person, apparently. Like, I, I, I have a very quick trigger reaction to feel the need to defend myself, if I feel like somebody's coming at me, right? And, and I go for the kill every time. So look, you can talk your shit to me online as much as you want. Say whatever mean, hurtful things you want to say to try to hurt my feelings, but just know I'm going to fuck you up verbally. <laughs> my goal is to now make you cry. Like, I'm going to win this battle every time. So when I hit you harder than you hit me first, don't act like you're the fucking victim, okay? That's my biggest pet peeve on the entire internet. And probably, probably the best example of that was throughout this Twitter interaction. When all this backpack shit was going on, I'm, you know, I'm arguing with people, we're going roast for roast, just really having some fun, wasting time. And I was having fun with it. And then there was this one woman, took it too far. She would not shut the fuck up, dude. 
she by herself probably tweeted me like 60 to 70 times, whether I responded or not. And I responded to a lot of them, but not, <laughs> not all of them, obviously. And she was one of those people, right? She saw everybody getting their licking. She wanted to be a part of that. So she started saying meaner and meaner and meaner things, expecting no consequences. And I didn't really care until her last tweet. The last tweet I just couldn't let slide, man. The last thing she said to me was, I don't understand why you have to be such an insubordinate, crybaby little bitch. <laughs> Should I just have blocked her? My publicist says yes. <laughs> but I was so sick of being ganged up on 1v700. She was being very mean. She started it. And just based off of her profile photo, she was a um, heavier set woman. All I said in defense of myself was, well, had you not been taking up two seats, there would have been room for me to safely secure my backpack in another chair. That's all I said, which statistically is not incorrect. But as we all know, everybody wants to be a victim now, right? So how did she, the person who started it, react? Ooh! How could he say something like that? He's body shaming me. Cancel Matt Rife. Bitch, you can't cancel me. I'm not your gym membership. Get the fuck off my feet there. I didn't start shit with you. I'm a nice person, man. I never want to hurt anybody's feelings, but I fucking will. <laughs> it had nothing to do with her, man. All I wanted to do was complain about my backpack. <laughs> and now I'm this bitch's 13th reason. <laughs> Watch Matt Rife Natural Selection only on Netflix. And be sure to follow us at Netflix is a joke on Instagram, TikTok, YouTube, Facebook, and Twitter.